0: Bonjour, or bonsoir, and welcome back to Shades, the podcast that takes you on a journey through the vibrant world of literature. My name is Sophia, I'm French and I live in Ireland, my heart beats for books, and I've joined this podcasting adventure to spread the joy of reading far and wide. In this episode, I will talk about the love of reading, the love of literature so join me as we uncover the diverse shades of storytelling and ignite the passion for reading in every soul. In this fast-paced world where the cacophony of life's demands often threatens to drown out the whispers of our own thoughts, we find solace in the quiet embrace of a book. It's a refuge, a sanctuary for our weary souls where the cacophony gives way to the gentle rustling of pages and the hushed symphony of words. But what is it about reading that draws us in so irresistibly? Why does the act of immersing ourselves in a well-crafted story or delving into the depths of human knowledge bring us not only joy, but also a deep sense of comfort and peace? The answer lies in the profound connection between reading and our mental well-being. When we open a book, we are opening a portal to countless worlds, each brimming with characters and landscapes waiting to be explored. As we lose ourselves in these stories, our own worries and anxieties momentarily recede into the background. The worries of the day, the stresses of life, They all take a backseat as we travel through the vast expanses of our imagination. It's suddenly like a sanctuary of ink and paper. We find a haven for our minds, a place where we can temporarily escape the chaos of the world and allow ourselves to be carried away by the power of words. It's a bit like stepping into a time machine. The past, the present and the future cohabits in the pages of a book, allowing us to glimpse different cultures, times, and perspectives. It's as if the world expands before our very eyes and we become not just one person, but many. But the magic of reading doesn't stop at mere escaping. It offers us the gift of empathy, a rare and precious ability to step into the shoes of others. To understand their hopes, fears, and dreams. When we empathize with the characters we encounter in books, we exercise our emotional muscles, fostering a deeper understanding of the human condition. This, in turn, enriches our own lives, making us more compassionate, more tolerant, and more aware of the diverse world of humanity. As we flip through the pages, we engage our minds in a dance of creativity. Reading stimulates our imagination like few other activities can. It encourages us to paint vivid mental pictures, to envision fantastical worlds, and to dream of possibilities beyond our wildest imaginations. It's a workout for the brain, an exercise in cognitive flexibility that keeps us and our mental faculties sharp and agile. And then, of course, there's the cheer comfort of it all, the tactile sensation of holding a book, the comforting scent of aged pages or new ones, and the familiar rustling sound as we turn each leaf. These sensory experiences evoke a profound sense of nostalgia and warmth connecting us to a rich world of memories associated with reading, childhood bedtime stories, cozy winter nights by the fire, or that unforgettable summer romance novel that made our hearts race. In today's episode, we will delve deeper into the ways in which reading nurtures our mental health, discussing the therapeutic power of bibliotherapy. So whether you're a bookworm or just beginning to rediscover the joy of reading, join me to celebrate the passion of reading, a love that not only entertains, educates and enlightens, but also brings solace to our souls and enriches our lives. There's an old saying that goes something like this, to know yourself, read yourself. Well, in the realm of literature, to know literature, read about literature, it's a bit of a literary inception, and it's brilliant. Here's why. By reading, you can rediscover your literary identity. Life can distract us from the joys of reading, and picking up a book about books can serve as a reawakening. These books remind us of the immense pleasure and insight that can be gleaned from the written word. They ignite the spark of curiosity, prompting us to delve into new realms and revisit old favorites. I would strongly recommend to read How to Read Literature Like a Professor by Thomas C. Foster. This treasure decodes the secrets of literary analysis making you see the hidden depths in even the simplest of stories. Reading can also be an inspiration for aspiring writers. For those of you who have ever dreamed of putting pen to paper or fingers to keyboard, books on writing offer invaluable guidance and encouragement. They provide insights into the creative process, the struggles and triumphs of authors, and the techniques that transform a blank page into a masterpiece. There is one book I loved about writing. It's On Writing, a Memoir of the Craft by Stephen King. This memoir writing guide is a treasure trove of practical advice and King's own journey as a writer. You can also read books about books just to explore the reading experience. Books about reading are a unique genre in themselves. They delve into the act of reading, why we do it and what it means to us as individuals and as a society. They celebrate the love affair between readers and books, shedding light on the ways literature enriches our lives. A book I loved about reading is The Year of Reading Dangerously, How 50 Great Books Saved My Life by Andy Miller. Miller's personal journey through literature is a heartwarming testament to the transformative power of books. Reading books about books can also help you to connect with fellow bookworms. Reading books about books is like joining an exclusive club of like-minded book lovers. It's an opportunity to connect with the literary community share recommendations and dive into discussions about your favorite reads. One book I loved around this subject is The End of Your Life Book Club by Will Schwalb. This touching memoir tells the story of a son and his mother who form a book club during her battle with cancer, revealing how books can connect us even in the most challenging times. Reading about books can also be a gateway to new discoveries. Often, books about literature introduce us to titles we might have overlooked otherwise. They serve as literary guides, pointing us toward hidden literary treasures, classics we have missed, or contemporary works that deserve our attention. I would strongly recommend The Bookshop by Penelope Fidgerald a novella that beautifully captures the love of books and it's a perfect example of how literature can be a source of peace and inspiration. So whether you're an avid reader, looking to rekindle your passion, or someone looking to embark on a literary journey for the very first time, consider starting with these books about books. They are like a roadmap to the vast landscape of literature offering guidance, inspiration, and above all, the cheer joy of reading about the thing we love most, books. Reading books that revolve around the very subject of literature, writing, reading, and the enchanting love affair between readers and their tomes can be the most rejuvenating and intellectually stimulating way to get back into reading. Now let's dive into the feelings that reading brings when nostalgia meets excitement books about books evoke a unique sense of nostalgia they transport us back to the times when we first fell in love with reading when the world was limitless and every page held a new adventure it's a nostalgia like a warm embrace welcoming us back to the world of books with open arms If you've been away from reading for a while, the prospect of tackling a weighty novel might seem intimidating. Books about books, however, often come in more digestible forms. They can be essays, memoirs or collections of literary criticism offering bite-sized pieces of the literary world that are easier to consume and savour. Reading books about literature, writing, and the love of reading is like engaging in a stimulating conversation with a literary scholar, a passionate writer, or a fellow book enthusiast. These books provide insights into the craft of writing, the nuances of storytelling, and the intricacies of literary analysis. It's a cerebral workout that sharpens your intellect. Books about books are a treasure trove of reading recommendations. As you delve into these volumes, you'll inevitably come across references to other books, both classic and contemporary, that pick your interest. These recommendations can guide your journey back into reading, helping you to discover new and exciting authors and genres. Reading books about literature or about reading in general, it's a celebration of the written word itself. It's a reminder that literature is not just a hobby but a lifeline, a source of knowledge, of peace, and endless fascination and satisfaction. It reconnects you with the profound beauty of language and the power of storytelling. When we read, our mind is engaged in processing information, deciphering words, and making sense of complex narratives. This cognitive activity stimulates the brain, much like a challenging puzzle or a thought-provoking conversation. It keeps our mental faculties active and sharp, reducing the risk of cognitive decline as we age. In an age of constant distractions, reading demands our full attention. Engaging with a book requires concentration, allowing us to hone our focus and attention span. This practice of sustained concentration can spill over into other aspects of life, enhancing productivity and problem-solving skills. Reading exposes us to a diverse range of words and sentence structures, Expanding our vocabulary and improving our language skills, a rich vocabulary not only enhances our ability to communicate effectively, but also boosts our confidence in expressing ideas and thoughts. Reading is also so soothing. A perfect balm for a stressed mind. Diving into a captivating book allows us to escape from the pressures of daily life providing an opportunity for relaxation and stress reduction. The simple act of reading, of turning pages, can lower cortisol levels, the stress hormone, promoting a sense of calm. When we dive into a well-crafted story, we enter the minds and hearts of the characters. This journey fosters empathy as we connect with the experiences, emotions, and struggles of fictional or real individuals. Reading promotes emotional intelligence, helping us better understand and relate to the people in our lives. Reading can also improve sleep patterns. The calming effect of reading can extend to our sleep patterns. Engaging in a good book before bedtime signals to the body that it's time to wind down, making it easier to fall asleep and enjoy a more restful night's rest. Reading is a gateway to knowledge. Whether we are devouring non-fiction books, magazines, or articles, we are constantly learning and expanding our horizons. Lifelong learning through reading keeps our minds curious and open to new ideas, cultures, experiences, and perspectives. And reading can transport us to different worlds, cultures and imaginations. It's a mental escape that sparks creativity and allows us to envision fantastical places and empathize with diverse characters. It's even inspiring our own creativity. It challenges the brain to remember characters, plot lines and details. It's an exercise for the memory that helps to strengthen the brain's ability to retain information, which can be beneficial in various aspects of life. Reading exposes us to different writing styles, which can have a positive impact on our own writing skills or speaking skills. By observing well-constructed sentences and narratives, we can enhance our ability to communicate effectively in writing. Self-help and personal development books Empower us with knowledge and strategies to improve various aspects of our lives, whether it's setting goals, managing time, or enhancing relationships. Reading is an activity that nourishes both the brain and the body. It enriches our lives by promoting mental agility, reducing stress, and enhancing our emotional and cognitive well-being so the next time you curl up with a good book. Remember that you're not just enjoying a story. You're also giving your brain and body a precious gift, one that can lead to a healthier and more fulfilling life. Creating the ideal mental and physical space for reading is a delightful ritual that can significantly enhance your reading experience. Whether you're a bookworm or someone just looking to cultivate a reading habit, setting the stage for quality reading time is key. Here's how to prepare the perfect space, both mentally and physically, to immerse yourself in the world of books. First, you should choose your reading spot. Begin by selecting a comfortable and inviting spot for your reading. It could be a cozy armchair, a windowed nook with a view, a hammock in the garden, or even your favorite corner of the couch. It can be your bed as well. The key is to find a location where you feel relaxed and at ease. You also need a good lighting. Adequate lighting is crucial for reading without straining your eyes or just to not fall asleep. Natural light is ideal during the day, but if you're reading in the evening, invest in a good quality reading lamp that provides ample illumination without harsh glare. Third, you need a comfortable sitting. Ensure your sitting is comfortable and supportive. Use cushions or a soft throw to make your reading nook extra cozy. The goal is to create a space where you can lose yourself in a book for extended periods without discomfort you need also to organize your space keep your reading area clutter-free and organized a clutter-free environment fosters a clutter-free mind around your books neatly on shelves or in bookcases nearby making it easy to choose your next read or you can also do like me have a pile of books and read one chapter each reading a book is better when it's silent Consider your preference for sound. Some people enjoy reading in complete silence while others find soft background music or the gentle hum of a white noise machine enhances their focus. You can find what works best for you. I love reading my books with classical FM online. You need to disconnect from distractions. I would suggest that you turn off your phone or put it on silent mode To minimize distractions, I'm very often on my phone, so what I do is after reading one or two chapters, I allow myself for five minutes to go online. You can also set a reading goal, whether it's reading a certain number of pages, chapters, or for a specified amount of time. Having a goal in mind can help you stay committed to your reading time. You can also have A mindful transition. I often do that when I have a long day. Before diving into your book you can take a moment to transition from the day, your daily life, to the world of literature. You might want to engage in a short mindfulness or meditation exercise or simply take a few deep breaths to center yourself. You can also have some bookish accessories. It might include a bookmark, a notepad, a pen for jotting down thoughts or memorable quotes, and a warm drink like tea or coffee if you enjoy a beverage while reading. But maybe most importantly, you have to choose the right book. Select a book that matches your mood and reading goals. Whether you're in the mood for the fiction type, the nonfiction genre, self-help, fantasy, gothic, choose a book that resonates with you at the moment. And you also need to respect your pace. Don't rush through your book. Reading is not a race. Allow yourself to savor the words and the sentences and immerse in the story. You can practice mindful reading by fully engaging with the text. You can pay attention to the nuances of the language, the development of characters and the themes explored in the book. This not only enhances your comprehension, but also deepens your connection with the material. I also love reading out loud sometimes. It helps to really understand some beautiful sentences. It's also important to take short breaks to stretch, rest your eyes and reflect on what you have read. These poses can enhance your overall reading experience and make you reflect and discuss about what you've read. After you've finished a reading session, you can take a moment to think. You can also discuss the book with friends, join a book club or write a review to further engage with the material. You can also take personal notes about it. Reading is kind of a personalized journey. You can experiment these suggestions and adapt them to suit your unique preferences. The target is to make reading a cherished and rejuvenating part of your daily life where you can escape into the world of books and explore the boundless realms of imagination and knowledge. Falling in love with reading is a journey that often begins with a single book, a moment of curiosity or a season of life when the magic of storytelling becomes. I fell in love with literature when I was six. I read Witches by Roald Dahl and I loved it. I think I read it probably ten times in a few months. And what makes this journey even more enchanting is the idea of reading books according to the seasons. Each season carries its own unique charm, and matching your reading choices to the time of year can deepen your connection with literature in remarkable ways. For the season of spring, the season of renewal, as the world awakens from its winter slumber, spring breathes new life into the air. It's a season of growth and fresh beginnings. And what better time to explore books that echo these themes? Choose novels that celebrate rebirth, personal transformation, and the blossoming of human spirit. You can think of classics like The Secret Garden by Frances Hodgson Burnett, or contemporary treasures like The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. And then comes summer, the season of adventure. It brings warm days, longer evenings, and the promise of adventure. It's the perfect backdrop for immersing yourself in tales of exploration and romance. Whether you're longing by the beach or sipping lemonade in the garden, you can consider reaching for thrilling mysteries, love stories, or travel memoirs. You can dive into the pages of, for example, The Great Gatsby by Scott Fitzgerald or embark on a journey with Elizabeth Gilbert's Eat, Pray and Love. Then, my favourite season, autumn, the season of reflection. Autumn always invites us to slow down, embrace the changing colours and reflect on the passing of time. Autumn has a melancholy side, as it's a season that lends itself beautifully to introspective literature. You can curl up with thought-provoking novels that delve into the complexities of human nature, obscurity, philosophy, like I talk about on the past episode, or self-discovery and the passage of time. Works like *To Kill a Mockingbird* by Harper Lee or *The Catcher in the Rye* by Salinger can offer profound insights during this season. I would strongly suggest to read thrillers and gothic novels during autumn. These treasures are the best books you can read during this period of time. And soon after, winter arrives, the season of cozy comfort. When winter blankets, the world in snow, it's time to seek solace in the warmth of a good book. Winter is the season for heartwarming stories, classic literature, and tales that transport you to other worlds. During winter, you can also enjoy icy stories, cold thrillers and Nordic novels. That's actually what I prefer to do instead of warming myself up with beautiful tales. It's also a great time to revisit timeless classics like Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen or dive into the magical world of G.K. Rowling's Harry Potter. Those books can be your companions during chilly nights. While reading books in tune with the seasons can enhance your experience, don't limit yourself. I read gothic novels all year long. The joy of reading knows no boundaries and can be a year-round pursuit. But doing this can help you to get back to reading. And when you're back to it, You can explore diverse genres, authors, and topics to keep your love for reading fresh and exciting. From historical fiction to science fiction, from memoirs to poetry collections, the literary world is brimming with treasures waiting to be discovered. Falling in love with reading is not just about the books you read, but it's also about the journey you embark upon with each page turned. It's about the way stories resonate with your soul, the emotions they evoke in you and the wisdom they impart in yourself. Reading according to the seasons can be a delightful way, for example, to synchronize your inner world with the natural world and enhance your appreciation for both. So, embrace the seasons and the stories they inspire. Let your love for reading be a lifelong romance. With each book, you encounter becoming a cherished chapter in your own personal narrative. Like myself, you can fall in love with literature, And trust me, that love has no limits and is unbreakable. I hope you enjoyed this episode about the love of reading. I will see you very soon for another episode. And this time it will be about autumn and autumn perspectives all the books I recommend for autumn and why do I love reading in this so special season. If you want more recommendations, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Sophia Hadef. You can also follow the podcast pages at Shades the Podcast on Instagram and Shades le Podcast on Twitter. Thank you for listening. Merci d'avoir écouté. Et au revoir. A bientôt.